Brian David Marshall, Michael J. Flores, and Ancient Grudge. Which five stars out of five. You love this. You've always loved this. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, like, uh, uh, let's let's pick up some scenarios. Um, Sword of Peace and Famine You. F you. <laughs> uh, how about this one? Mm, Precursor Golem. F you. Uh, Twice. Uh, like, ugh. Worm Coil Engine. Oh, that seems like it should have been dangerous. Yeah, I kill that and with, kill that in the half I can't deal with. I guess I'm dealing with a 3-3 three, three lifelink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can deal with that. Uh, this card might be among the best flashback cards in the history of Magic the Gathering. It's probably the best flashback card in the history of Magic. Sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, we've talked about the, the... Among the best red and one cards in Magic. <laughs> it's literally been number one and extended more than once. Yeah, I mean... Like, and you don't have it in the top five in this set. I don't. I, the, the thing is, I mean, people just, like... Avoid it's, it. You just avoid it. Right? You can just you not can, build with artifacts. You can, and sometimes you have artifacts in your deck, and it demolishes you. Like, do you remember, like, when Cobblade was at its height in the middle of the summer, people were just running three main deck copies of, of Divine Offering in their deck? There were literally just three Divine Offerings in their deck. Because people were getting a Batter Skull, or, like, Sword of Peace of Famine, etc., and other artifacts, there are Precursor Golems. There I, th- are I, think the card is, I think the card's terrific. I think it's a... I think it's a like the best sideboard card. Like imagine you're playing against like mono like spell skate. It's really good. It's, you're playing against like tempered steel. They just have like twenty targets for this card, including spell skate. I just want it to not be good so people don't kill my birthing pod. No, it's a. It, oh, I'm sorry. People play birthing pod too. I mean, it's just such a powerful card. Yeah, no, I. But it's it's actually ludicrous. I don't know why they would reprint it for it to be available in standard right after they made a Mirrodin based set. Yeah. Like, they could have just given a shatter like they did during the Mirrodin base set. And he, I, I, don't, I don't think we're disagreeing here. This card no, is, no, no, we, I think it's we just, just a top five in the set. I think we just have a philosophical disagreement. Like, you love a sideboard card, and I, and I just, I think I love cards great. that win games. I, yeah, I think it's great. But I just don't, All right, you know. let's move on. Ash, Ash Mahound. This card's interesting. One, it's a 2-1 for two mana, yeah. one red. Whenever it becomes blocked or blocks... It deals one damage to that creature. So, like, it limits the creatures that can block it, and it also softens them up for... It only does it once, or it's every time? Whenever this blocks or becomes blocked by a creature. See that? Oh, so you can't block it even with three timely reinforcement tokens. Uh, whenever it becomes blocked by a creature. Yes, if you put three timely reinforcements in front of this, they would all die. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's a great card, but I think it's... It's interesting. You know, it's fine. I can see it being played. Balefire Dragon. Cost seven for a six six. And uh, whenever it deals combat damage to a player, it deals that much co- damage to each creature that player controls. That's a powerful card. Yeah. Which right. something for seven should be powerful. Maybe a reanimation target. I don't know. Would, would you rather have this in your deck or a primeval titan? I mean, I, yeah. Primeval titan costs less. Yeah. Uh, Blasphemous act. Uh, 8R. I love the flavor, the name, the picture. And it's just like you do the math and it's just not good. Yeah. 8R. <laughs> well, Blasphemous Act costs one less to cast for each creature on the battlefield. But the thing is, how often, Ooh, like how often, do, you, how often do you play Magic and there's even five creatures on the battlefield? With the Masterpiece Mirror, there'd probably be about four. <laughs> so this would cost five. It does 13, but there's trees in the. Yeah. <laughs> This card's. I, I wish it's this card was a little better. I wish it was better. Uh, 
This card is, I, I think this card's fantastic. Blood Crazy Annie, I like it too. One R for two one. Tax each turn if able. Forces you to play correctly. When blood, whenever it deals damage to a player, put a plus one plus one counter. It's conveniently in the color of active aggression, incinerate, shock, shock grim charge, grim lava mancer, bolt charge. So this I, guy's strong, Kirk Noble and Stormblood Berserker. And bolt charge, right? Like you can do some pretty filthy. Like you hit them with a stone, Kirk Noble. Can I play Noble. the hammer? Yeah, you can. Can I play Chandra three? Yeah, Chandra three bolt charge might be pretty sick. Yeah, you can. Like, oh, look, I make two volt charges. Two volt charges, two proliferates. Yeah, and you have a, like a, and you have a Stormkirk Noble and a Stormblood Berserkers on the table when you do it. Yeah, that's what I was imagining. <laughs> like, that deck's really good. So what, how many millions do you have to play in that deck? Like, 25? Like, once you're, like, at Chandra... So wait, let's sketch it out. Four... Four Grim Lava Mancer. Sure. Four Strong Knoble. Sure. Four Stormblood Berserker. Sure. Four Blood Crazy Annie. I need sure. one more guy. Is Koth my, my last guy? Uh, do you want to play Koth? I mean, you could play... I don't even know. Our Curve's at two right now. I mean, the thing is, you could play... Keldon Vandal. Oh, the, 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 the Manic Vandal? You could play that guy as my last guy. Sure. You could also play... Um, Snapcaster Mage. Well, let's not get fancy yet. Alright, I want to get fancy. Because if we're getting fancy, then I'm going to build... I, 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 if we're at two colors, I'm not playing Blood Crazy in the anymore. Okay, alright, 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 let's not get fancy. Like, like, why would I play that when I just play Snapcaster Mage as my two, right? Nah. We're a Goblin War Driver. Is there another... We have eight ones already, right? You don't need so many ones. No, we, we don't Eight need. ones, eight twos. Play another two. We, I, Koth can be our next guy. It's like, sure. Oh, no. Chandra Spitfire is our next Oh, guy. yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah. That card's, that card's really good. Okay. Then the, the rest of our deck is... Some combination of Chandra's and Koth's. It's like three and three or three and two. Yeah. Volt Charge. Incinerate. Shock? No shock? I'm just thinking that Grim Lava Mancer's terrible. Tesserite's Gambit? Grim Lava Mancer's bad in our deck, though. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, it is. Yeah, so. Uh, maybe we don't know as well. Goblin Arsonist? No. No, it's. Instead of, we just cut the clunky walkers, we don't play. <laughs> we don't cut the Grim Lava Mancer, we cut the oh, Chandra. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. is really exciting, though. Yeah, but it's not, the Volt Charge part of our deck is good. It's still good. It yeah. doesn't have to be yeah, yeah. redonkulous. Is it possible that, like, the 2-2 two, two first strike that becomes a 3-3 three, three Ogre is good? Like the Bloodthirst Ogre from M12? He gets How a Bloodthirst counter. He costs three. For a 2 2 first striker, Bloodthirst plus one. So he comes. I mean, again, He's not better than Chandra's Phoenix. Okay. I mean, there's also, also, there's also the Ogre. I mean, the, the, the 3 3 that becomes a 5 5 for four. Well, what about, we could play Furnace. Furnace. Your opponent dismembers and you're like Volt Charge in response. My 5 5 becomes a 6 6. You want to play 24 lands or 20? I want to play like, I probably want to play 24 lands. So the rest of our deck is Incinerate, Bolt Charge. What are the reasons? There's no. By, by the way, Brimstone Volley is a fine card. You can't have too many threes. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm just saying that card is also good. Is it this three damage star creature player or Morbid does five? Yeah. That's powerful. <laughs> it's in. Well, we need another cheap. We need like two other cheap burn spells then. There, we don't have any goblins, so we can't play Goblin Grenade. 
We have shock if we want it. It's not good enough. Well, let's keep looking. Let's, right. let's look around. Grimson Valley seems good. Yeah, this card seems, seems great. Satan's really super high on this card. He thinks this card's very good and constructed and obviously insane and limited. Um, here's a card that seems like... You know, you oh, you Shrine of Burning Rage. Oh, how's that? How is that not like the first? Thing oh my god! Yeah, of course. <laughs> I've, I'm just like Volt Charge. There's Volt Charge, maybe Tesseract Gambit, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah is that the deck? Good. Yeah, that card's good. That's probably good enough to win the state championships. Yeah. Now what lands? Mountains. Yeah. Is there anything more interesting? Than that? I don't know if there's anything more interesting as Ghost Quarter. Which just like I don't has, like those quarters. It just f's up your opponent a little bit. But if, the thing is, if they build their deck right, like masterpiece style decks, you're gonna have that. Have your basic. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, you can still like you can get them sometimes. That's the only. Yeah, game. but there's like no, there's no. That's the only land I can. I, see I think that that card's good because you have to take out a celestial colonnade. You Not probably to take actually, out like a seaside. You, you probably want red green lands. Just so you can trample over. And you, no, no, red green like make dual lands. So you can Ancient Grudge. Oh, yeah. And then you might as well play the Utility Land then. Right, right, right. The Trample Land. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that deck seems very good to me. Like, I would play that deck on Saturday at the Grudge Match in a heartbeat. You probably... That deck's... Against untuned decks, like... That deck's brutal. By, by the way, there's also a Boros version of that deck that just combines, like... Humans and... Humans and... I, I, I don't like the Boros version because I don't think the Burn Spells are good enough. Like, if, you're, if the burn spells aren't good enough, then you just stay red, and you're like, you at least I don't miss. The red version's really good. The problem with the red version is, you have basically no possible way of beating the O13. The set can't beat the O13. Right. Oh. oh! Our last guy is Hero of Oxid Ridge. Oh! Like, what kind of question is this? Oh my god! <laughs> it's definitely Hero of Oxid Ridge. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Now we can beat the O13. Like, okay. <laughs> Alright, you're 13. Yeah. You need to respond to them by, like, hurling volt charges at their face. Right? Yeah, yeah, you can do stuff. Like, you can play around the, the, the O13. Um, Burning Vengeance. Might as well just play straight red with, like, mountains. Yeah. You want to grudge, though. Yeah, you want to be able to grudge, you want to be able to do whatever. So you're like, four Copperline Gorge, four. Yeah. For, uh, what's the other one called? Whatever it's called. And then, like, a forest in your sideboard in case you get Ghost Quarter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Burning Vengeance is a card that is, like, part Astral Slide, part Lightning Rift. This card's good. Whenever you cast a spell from your graveyard, Burning Vengeance deals two damage to your creature or player. Have you not seen this card No, before? I didn't see this card before. Like, you just build around this card. This card, this card might be better than Scam Ruinator. Well, this card plus the Yawgmoth's Will... Actually, oh, plus the the young muscle is hard to build. The back from the brink. I've tried. No, no. The, the uh, oh, the, the red one. Yeah. Yeah. You have to play with That's rituals. Or something. It's so hard. I, I, it's hard to make a standard deck because the rituals aren't good enough. So you can't really make a storm deck. So you just have to make a value deck. But you can't even. I'm not even sure if you can play Snapcaster Mage in that deck, which is weird. With this deck, like I mean, you could just you could just play like a red, blue, black deck. That uses this and like all the good deck for Ben Alchemy. Two to that or two to you. You know. Uh, Geist Flame, you know, three to you. Flash it back. Alright. I mean this card's good. It's interesting. Snap and then like you Snapcaster Mage stuff. Like, 
Like, Snapcast from Age. Flashback my dismember. I'm not sure if I'm sold, but I think I, I think I like, like it. Like, there's certainly a deck here. Like, maybe, maybe not. Maybe the deck is not fully realized with the first set. But certainly if there's any other card that it's going to do stuff out of your yard, like... Yeah. It, it's it's going to get crazy. Uh, Charmbreaker Devils. Six mana, five and an R. For a 4-4, four, four, at the beginning of your upkeep, return an instant or sorcery card at random from your graveyard to your hand. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, Charmbreaker Devils gets plus four, plus zero until end of turn. I wish this card were good enough. It's not the... Six for a 4-4, four, four, just, just like, too much. Not not a situation where, like, Tribute to Darkness or whatever the, the, the Edict card is. You're like, Edict you. Attack for eight. Like... This card, like, if it's you just have a, get dismembered, it costs six. You, you, this card is competing with Snapcaster Mage. Yeah, yeah, no, I like, know. It's I know. Block. In block, it's suddenly not competing with Snapcaster Mage. I mean, maybe you play it with Snapcaster Mage. Like you want to control. I, I think you I play think. with Snapcaster Mage so you control what instants and sorceries are in your graveyard to return. Okay, I can see that. It's a really interesting card. I, I think I, I agree. Good. I agree. I but mean, it's just this card wasn't even on my radar until I like, just looked at it right now. Dismember Snapcaster Mage just ruins so many. Like it, it, it just they can't even be in your universe because like people who are in contention in the tournament you're playing in are going to have these cards in their deck. You're just gonna have like right. You have like, like eight, you actually have something like twelve dismembers by the way because you're like if you wanted them because you're like dismember Snapcaster Mage tackling counterpart my Snapcaster Mage. Well, I guess the dismember's gone. You just have, like, so many opportunities to do... Yeah, it's just, like... Stuff. But I'm perfectly happy to phantasmal image my Snapcaster right yeah. Uh Crossway Vampire. One RR for a 3-2. When it enters the battlefield, target creature can't block this turn. Shrug. Awesome limited card. Uh, curse of Stalked Prey. So this is another curse. Enchant player. Uh, one R. Whenever a creature deals combat damage to an enchanted player... Put a plus one, plus one counter on that creature. So this card might just be the deck that the deck we were just building. Yeah. What happens if this card's in that deck? You were. Uh, you have to have a reason to want to use two mana for that. I understand. I'm just saying, like our Stormblood Berserker is getting an two extra days. counter every time it hits. Like they're like, I can't block it this turn. It's like, okay, well now it's a four four. I think you want to side this in against Green, maybe. Like, this card's real. Yeah. It needs a context. I just know. Like, whatever. Like, the context is like, think about a borrow spec. You're like, dude. And they're like, you know, turn to this, attack. Like, my, my Savannah Lion is a 3 2 now. It gets big every time. And it gets big every time. And every creature does. All your creatures gain this. You're cursing the player, you're not enchanting the creature. All your creatures, whenever they hit, get an extra, get a plus one, plus one counter. And then you, like, proliferate. Alright. Uh, this card, and it's cheap. Like, one R. Yeah, one R is cheap. Like, this is a crusade. You know, we were, we were talking about, like, oh, where are the crusades? This is your crusade. It just doesn't come in a traditional form. This is, this is the Reds look at crusade, actually. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. Alright. Uh, Curse of the Might Nightly Hunt. So this is another curse. Enchant player, creatures, enchanted player controls attack each turn if able. So it's like, you just can't. 
sit there and wait. Yeah. But, yeah. Nah. Curse of the pierced heart. One uh, R. This is a common common curse. Uh, enchant player at the beginning of enchanted player's upkeep. It deals one damage to that player. So it's you're going to draft like eight of these at the pre-release. Actually, the card's awesome with bloodthirst. Yeah. Uh, no, it's at the beginning of their upkeep. Oh, okay. So it's not. Yeah. How do you like Desperate Ravings? 1R instant, draw two cards and discard a card at random, flashback 2R. Two blue. To you. I thought about it a lot, but it's just like, it, it reminds me of cards that were good in the past. It's pretty good with Burning Vengeance. Alright. Draw two cards, do two. Discard a card, flash it back. Alright. Devil's Play I like. Yeah. One X R just fireball. It's not DL fireball, it's like blaze. Blaze. DLX damage to target creature player, flashback, X R R R. In the green red beat down deck you probably want to play this card. Sure. I don't think in the straight red you want to play it. Sure. That's uh, fine. Just good, good, you know, maybe uh maybe we get this back with the blue regrowth, like kill your guy, kill your guy, then get it back. We're gonna repetition it, kill you. How to keep an idiot busy. Yeah. Two thousand eleven. I'll do it. Uh, Falcon Wrath Marauders, we've talked about this card already. Better uh, than it looks. Better than it looks, but you know, possibly not better than some of the other options available that cast the cost yeah. up. Agreed. Um, Feral Ridge Wolf is not something we want to talk about. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's like, good as I don't even want to look at the artwork. This card it's, it's is awful looking. Exactly as good as it looks. <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is awful. The card looks like it's peeing on stasis. Like, it's just, it's just ugly. Um, Fuhrer of the Bitten, uh, R for Enchant Creature, Enchanted Creature gets plus two, plus two, and attacks each turn of Fable? It's like, just like a one-mana giant strength? That's, I was thinking it's more, uh, Maniacal Rage, is that the Yeah, name? yeah, Maniacal Rage, Giant Strength, whatever. That's good. I'm just gonna get this member, like... It can get your guy. It gets. It can potentially get a guy above this member, or yeah, whatever. It's it should be good. It should be good, but it's not. Once, once scars. This is like a card that's going to sneak up on people. Yeah. Like we're going to get a year from now, and like scars yeah, are going to rotate out, and people are going to be like beating down with this card. You're like, what the hell happened? Where did this card come from? You know what would be good in this set? The red giant growth. What's the name of it? Oh yeah, whatever that was called. Yeah, that would be sick. Uh, Geist Flame, R for deal one damage to target creature player, flashback 3R. Perfectly serviceable card. Yeah, yeah, just like a bad uh, firebolt. Uh, Hanweir Watchkeep, 2R for a 1-5 defender, and then it becomes a 5-5 attacks each turn of Fable. Not good. Not good? 1-5 defender? Becomes a five. It's three mana. It's a three mana investment for a five five. We kind of, kind of. A ponder beats this. I want you to always remember when we're talking about a werewolf, they lose to a ponder. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know you got me. Look, I'm done. <laughs> it's just like I mean, I'm I have a werewolf. I have a ponder. God, ponder again. All, all I can say is I can clone it. That's all I got. I mean, that's all. No, that's all I've got. You're right. You're that's snap. all I've got. Look, all I have is a Snapcaster Mage again. Like, <laughs> oh God, 
Will that just for me just invalidates this entire mechanic? I didn't even occur to me. Thunder is werewolves are just not good. Like if, if they were reasonably costed for the front end, it would be interesting to talk about them. But they're not. They all stink on the front end. Oh my god. So like like red wants a one five defenders. Uh, yeah, you know, we don't even need to talk about these. Like they're anymore. not good. Like we don't even need to talk about them anymore. Honestly, we can just ugh. Uh, Harvest Pyre, one R instant. I was like, honestly, werewolf weeks coming up. I was like, all like excited to talk about werewolves. I'm like, oh, let's figure out strategies to make it so that we can flip the werewolves. And then I was just looking at them when I was like working on articles, and I'm like, these cards literally, you could make them discard their whole hand. You know, you flip it like, oh, now they have no flexibility to operate, and they just rip a ponder, and you just undone rip, their whole rip deck. Rip a ponder or rip uh, or a rip a snapcaster mage. Like, and it just. Now you just have this garbage, like, and what you got one or or rip a flashback spell, right? Like they can also just rip a flashback spell. They can also just go like ancient grudge your artifact, ancient grudge my artifact, flip your werewolves. It's just maybe they're good and limited, you know. Like in limited, you get yeah, yeah. That seems fair. I don't. So like, it's just basically a limited mechanic. Fine, but. This when I realized that your opponent drawing a ponder invalidated the whole mechanic. Like, or oh. Snapcaster made a flashback spell. Oh just, my god. <laughs> They're just... Alright. Alright. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, these cards are, these cards are uh, bad. Uh, Harvest Pyre. One R. Instant as initial cost. Cast Harvest Pyre. Exile. X cards from your graveyard. Harvest Pyre deals X down to target creature. Yeah. It's actually an interesting ability for red if you have, like, a bunch of cards. It's like a scred. Sure. Sure. But I mean, it's just, again, target creature. It's, it's fine. Yeah, but you, it's fine. You have five things, you might want to kill a, not a bank center, but like, you know, something like that. Yeah. It, it does let you extend your reach in terms of how big you can go. I thought about Bane Slayer Angel just now. I bought my Bane Slayer Angels right after Andre One Worlds. They were at 55 at the time. Right. I own my own Bane Slayer Angels. How's that taste? I don't care. Okay, good. Well, people complain about magic cards being so expensive, but they go up and down. Sure. You know? Like, I bet you could buy all kinds of Jaces for not $100, right? <laughs> Heretic's Punishment, 4R Enchantment, 3R Choose Target Creature or Player, then put the top three cards of your library into your graveyard. Heretic's Punishment deals damage to that creature or player equal to the highest converted mana cost among those cards. So if you want to spend nine mana, you might hit someone for some damage. You might hit them for somewhere between, like, two and two five and damage. Five. damage. <laughs> Is that even busted and limited? Uh, it's probably fine and limited. Well, actually, you're setting up for flashback, too. Yeah, right? it's so probably yeah, fine it's and limited. Probably good. Uh, Infernal Plunge. R is an initial cost to cast Infernal Plunge, sacrifice a creature, and R, R, R. So imagine you didn't have to sacrifice the creature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be a fantastic card. Yeah. Oh, well. It's probably still pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's probably still pretty good. That's the thing. Yeah? Yeah, there's going to be something that... Someone's going to use... It's a sorcery, but someone's going to use this card and do something stupid with it. You know, you're going to sacrifice, like, a priest of Urbrask. You know... You I'm only interested in this card if its speed is mana source. Yeah. Okay. Uh, instigating... Oh, it's a werewolf. Let's keep going. Uh, I mean, this, this card's actually awesome and limited. Yeah, I This, this card is actually just good. awesome. Right? It's a 4 mana for a 3-3. Three, 2-3, three. Three, Brian. No, well, it's a 3-3 three, three when it attacks. 
Uh, and actually, it's a three on all attacking creatures. Got plus one, plus zero when it attacks. It got a new attack. Yeah. So, uh, and then if it flips, it's a five-five. And that attacking creatures. Brutal limited card. Yeah. Trample five five attacking creatures you control get plus three plus zero. Hope they don't drop ponder. Hope, hope you know they're like and they're like God. I hope I draw a land. And they're like, oh my God. They're like, they're like turn four go. They're like, oh please let me draw a land. Oh I didn't draw a land. Can't cast a spell this turn. <laughs> Can't cast a spell this turn. All right, attack you for eight. Maybe maybe more. Your bird is getting you, in for a You miss a land drop, you could be dead. Oh, man. Next time you play this in... This one, I could... You can see this Yeah, like, if you're playing against, like, you Hashim... You know, like, if you had... Becker, to... Hashim, like, consistently managed... Oh, my players. God, someone, yeah. Maybe they should learn to play blue. What if you had... Like, if you had, also, if you had any way to, like, Fulminator Mage, or, like... If you had any way to, like... Oh, punish, Mana Screw somebody? Mana Screw somebody, like, Avalanche Riders, Fulminator Mage, etc. Like, this card becomes... Kind of bonkers. You're like, yeah, you can't cast anything. Eight on oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of damage. Like, and it's cheap. Like, relative to what yeah. it does. Into the Maw of Hell. For our, our sorcery, destroy target land. Into the Maw of Hell deals 13 damage, 30 creature. Kill your land and your tree. It's a pretty exciting card. For six. Is that its, its job to, to kill the tree? I, well, 13 is just the number, right? Like, they they decided they wanted to be evocative of horror and, and use a lot of Triskaidekaphobia. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking he wanted to kill a tree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kessig Wolf. At least it doesn't flip. Yeah, it doesn't flip. Kessig Wolf is uh, 3-1 and it gains first strike if you spend two more mana. And it can gain first strike multiple times. They didn't give it a in case they kill, unless they if you try to kill it in response, I can. What's the name of that deck? That, that game where like every creature had some level of first strike. Then <laughs> there's like faster and faster. Oh, strike. I yeah, who the hell? Like Sam Black was like the best player in the world. That he just like oh, the it was worst Green player, Blade. The worst player never won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, crew and outlaws under the werewolf one RR for a two two first striker, and then it becomes a three three double striker. And it can't be blocked. Each werewolf you control can't be blocked except by two or more creatures. You know, the red werewolves are way more impressive than the green werewolves. Yeah, well, again, if there's any way to, like, mana screw your opponent... Yeah, you just got... If you get in once with some of these werewolves, the damage is significant. Well, yeah. Imagine you play this guy on turn three, yeah. and then the instigator gang on turn four, and then, like, your then opponent... Then on turn five. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or your opponent just stumbles or doesn't do anything or whatever, and you're... Without trails mana creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, so. Maybe we were hasty on the werewolves. Nah. No. Alright. It's just like, it's just like a, a, what's the name of it? A browbeat? There's nothing wrong with a browbeat, right? Like, sure. Both sides are actually pretty good. Three mana for five damage, or three mana for three cards. In red, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. But the problem is, the fact that your opponent has so much control over your destiny, they're just going to choose what's worse for you. Right. Uh, Night Revelers, 4R for a vampire, and it has haste as long as an opponent controls a human or four. It's about yeah. two mana too much. Yeah. Nightbird's Clutches, 1R, up to two creatures, up to two target creatures can't block this turn, flashback, 3R. So that's a great limited card, yep. Uh, Passive Flames, this is a card you really like. It's a sorcery, 
At each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard gains flashback until end of turn, with the flashback is equal to its mana cost. I can't believe they actually also gave it a flashback. And then they give it a flashback for R. So, like, if something bad can be done with this card, it's going to be really, really bad. Really bad, yeah. It's going to be really I tried really to make a fair bad. deck with it, but it's just, I don't think it's good as good as Planeswalkers are. Yeah, it's just like, you know, if you can get to, like, five mana in a turn... Like off of rituals, yeah. Like you're gonna play this, and you're no, just gonna, and then the, maybe it's just free rolling on right. the other end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no storm, right? If there were a storm, then I mean, yeah. But I mean, I mean, it could be a modern card. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think I think it's potentially potentially very good. Uh, let's talk about Pickburn Devils for our. When it dies, deal three damage to a creature for whatever. Rage Thrower. Uh, whenever another creature dies, Rage Thrower deals two damage to target player. Uh, cost six. Cost six. Rakish Air. To our Vampire. So whenever a Vampire you control deals combat damage to a player, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. This is another Red Crusade. It's a Lordish kind of thing, right? Yeah, well, yeah. But I mean, this, this also counts itself later. But again, so we go Stormkirk Noble, Neonate, right? Stormkirk Noble gets in on turn two for one. It's now two two. Then I play Neo Blood Craze Neonate. And I like turn three, I play this and I attack with both. Yeah, yeah. If somebody has to not get blocked, right? Sure. I mean, um, sometimes you're also fine just trading your card for a card, right? You like take one of them. The other one's getting two counters. Yeah. And then the next turn, you just, like, bolt the guys out. Yeah, you like, kill your guys, do something. Yeah. This card's good. We put it here, just black-red. And it just, yeah, well, imagine if we're black-red, and then we have the guy at five. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I just care about the guy. Like, yeah. That might be good. This card's good. I would, I, 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 I like this card a lot, actually. Oh, man. You know, it'll be like Saito's Merfolk deck where, like, all your guys pump. Like, yeah. every single dude in your deck is just building I, greater and greater snowball I, effects. I, I like this card. What was the What was the other pump spell that we saw? It was like, uh, oh, the, the Curse. Curse of Stock. The Curse of Stock. Like, you have, like, the Mono Red deck has, like, just two... Mono Red, if you build it mostly vampires, or even red-black vampires, you have two different... Crystal uh, Soft Prey doesn't require it to be a vampire. And great. No, that's true. This does. Yeah. The rank of share. But, like, you have two different crusade effects. Like, I thought it's actually pretty good. <laughs> he's just, like, gross. Yeah. Even if he's by himself. Yeah. Yes. Right. Even if he's... Right. So, good good stuff. Uh, this card's probably very good as far as werewolves go. So, one mana. One mana for a 1-1. One, one. Uh, and then... You know, at the beginning of each upkeep, if no spells are cast, I'll turn you transform Reckless Wave into Merciless Predator. It's the Seth Burn card. And... Okay. Yeah, it's an old joke. Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> Did it have to do a summer camp? Yes. All right, got it. <laughs> but you like, Monty Burnsing, excellent. It's summer camp. Uh, but like this thing's attacking, like, you know, we talked about the other one-drop transform card. Yeah. This transforms into a 3-2-1. Like, your opponent probably didn't do anything last on there for turn one. 
you're on the play, you just beat him up. That's good, actually. Yeah, this guy's good. It's way worse than the blue one. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> the, blue one, the blue one's like, I am a 3-2. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, you got a ponder? I got a ponder, too. <laughs> the blue one's like, I don't care. Mmm, <laughs> ponder, yum. I'm getting a taxi and probe you and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Riot Devils, 2R for 2-3. Vanilla, the devil. Um, Rolling Trembler, 2R. Deals 2 damage to each creature without flying. So this is the Pyroclasm replacement. And it's flashback. Though. And it's flashback, 4RR. It's not that bad. I mean, uh, two da- I mean, would you play this? Yeah. 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 I mean, you gotta think about different possibilities, right? Like, yeah. My front line's probably Slagstorm if I'm playing a deck that wants that. Right, right. It's just something to consider. Like, Jerry went through that phase where he has, like, seven pyroclasms in his main deck. <laughs> right. uh, Scourge of Gear Reach. 3RR for a 3-3. Three, three, and it gets plus one, plus one for each creature your opponent's control. So this is, like, a multiplayer card more than anything. Like, the thing is, like, at EDH, you play this, and this thing's, like... 12, yeah. No, it's it's actually like a thirty. Yeah. Like, yeah, your opponent over there is playing some stupid elf deck, and he's like, I tap one mana and I make another elf, and I make another elf, and I do this and double it in season, and you're like, okay, my guy's actually. Our conception of the multiplayer players are they're just idiots. Like no, <laughs> no. I mean, some people get different things out of. I, I, you know, people get very different things out of when they play multiplayer. You know, people have just because you're just, you're just like. No, that deck is actually... That deck will kill you. That deck will kill you. Eventually. No, not even eventually. It'll actually kill you very quickly. I'm just saying that this thing is just huge in that deck. Against Against that deck. In that (laughs) deck, yeah. Uh, Scourge Dead, Cultist, 2RR. It's a 2-2, and then it has Tap, Sacrifice a Creature. Scourge Dead, Cultist, deals 2 damage to target creature or player. So this is kind of like a... The Rakdos Blood Witch. You know, know, Lizolda the Blood Witch. Like an act of aggression. Yeah. Yeah, act aggression or anything. Strong Kirk. What a handsome devil. Strong This card looks like you. I don't see it. That's what they were saying. Um, Maybe it's because it's so arrogant. He is the king. Uh, uh, Can't be blocked by humans. Could be good. Can't be blocked by... like Your opponent can't trade with a Snapcaster mage. They're like, oh, look what I'm going to do. I'm going to, like, Gitaxian probe you. I'm going to play Snapcaster mage. I'm going to spin that Gitaxian probe you. I'm going to attack too bad he had a dismember. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> uh, this guy's one of the premier cards in the set, right? Yeah. Top ten for sure. I think so. Uh, Tormented Pariah. This is a four mana. This one's not as good as the other. A four mana, four mana three mana. two for a werewolf. Yeah, because it's a six four. Even his werewolf form looks like a tomato. Yeah, that's not right. Not right. Uh, Traitor's Blood. So here's another active aggression. I like that card. It gains... Yeah. Gain control target creature until end of turn. Untap it. It gains trample and haste. Yeah, so it's like basically just the classic threat and but gains trample. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Which is irrelevant if you're taking a... Primeval Titan. That's exactly what I was, what I was going to work on. But if you're taking a Grave Titan, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Vampiric Fury. 1R. Vampire creatures you control get plus 2, plus 0, and gain first strike until end of turn. So this is our, like, army of all out. Yeah. I mean... You know, they're going to block, you're going to F them up. I don't think we're playing this Yeah, no, no, I don't think so either. 
Uh, and then finally, Village Ironsmith. Uh, first strike, 1-1, one, one, becomes a first strike, 3-1 for 1-R. Next. He's fine. I mean, he's, he's fine in, like, the, the curve of this guy into the, uh, or actually, Reckless Wave, wave into him, into Crew and Outlaw, into Infiltrator Gang, Instigator Gang, is probably pretty good. Like, that, that might be a real deck. Assuming you can ever get them to flip. Sure. I mean, there's a green card that also gets them to flip. Like, you can flip as an instant. That's very cool. So, we'll, we'll talk about... It might be one of the three green cards we talk about. Wait, you want to just do extras now? Before what, we go to green, or do you want to... What do you mean extras? All the, everything else. Oh, you want to talk about the others? Yeah. Let's well, let's just talk about... Which, so, rank your red cards. I know oh. you love Ancient Grudge is number one. Ancient Grudge, Strong Kirk Noble... Blood Crazy Near. Oh, I think all the, like. I think Brimstone Volley is better than I thought it was originally. Yeah, that card's very good. I think Burning Vengeance is a flagship waiting to happen. I don't know if the, I don't I don't know yet, if the ship I, has, I see where you're I don't know if the ship has come in yet. And of course, the Yawgmoth Will is the card that we have to at least watch for. Right. Uh, oh, actually, I also like the Curse of Pierce Heart. I think that card's probably pretty good. The Which one? The Curse of Pierce Heart? Is that the. Deals one per turn. Oh, the one per turn? Yeah. yeah. I like the Stock. I like Curse of Stock Prey a lot better. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a red crusade. Like, I think this. Do you imagine? Do you imagine like you goblin guide your opponent? I can then, imagine. And the next turn you play this, and you're like, oh, they're like, oh. But when I'm playing red, I don't like having like three guys in play. I, That's the thing. I like having I, two. Guys I don't have three guys in play. I just have my goblin guide. Oh, okay. like, I'm like goblin guide you. They're like, oh, take two. And you're like goblin guide you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, I get it. You know. Um. I. What other red cards do you really like? Uh, you like I like that. the rackish. Like I like the rackish air. Yeah, I, I gotta tell you, I'm a little, I'm a little surprised by the red werewolves. They're better than the green ones. I, I, I think Instigator Gang is a beating. I, mean, I think he's just a beating. Eight, <laughs> eight plus, right? Eight and three x the other number of creatures in play. He's really good. And if you have any way, again, if you have any way to flip them, yeah. you know, like, hey, pre combat. I'm just trying to figure out how to make a deck around these guys. It's just, it seems it's like you end up playing with so many situational cards. It's, it's probably, again, I mean, certainly a block deck that you need to deal with. Yeah, 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 I agree. All right, let's talk about other. Evil Twin, it's a cool card. Cool card. It's just clone, and clone is fine, and that is the ability to murder. To murder, the, murder the creature you copy. It's cool. Uh, it's also Necrotal's a legend, right? you're just like, oh, you know, get it's a fine card. Yeah, fine card. Geist of St. Traft. A lot of people have this as a top five card in the set. No, it's not a top five card. People have it. It's playable. It's a top 20 card. Uh, might be higher than top 20. Maybe top 10. Probably not. Hexproof, 2-2. Two, two. Uh, and then whenever it attacks... Like, hexproof is not the same as Hexproof and Unblockable. Yeah, you know what You know what card's really good with this? A sword. Angelic Destiny. Because it goes over the top. What? Yeah, it flies. It becomes a five. Uh, what is it? A six six? What is Angelic Destiny? Four, four. Yeah. So it becomes a six six, and you say you're just attacking for ten on the next turn. If we have the the parallel lives in play, I shut up! Shut up about parallel <laughs> lives already. I told you I'm not going to play that card. <laughs> I mean, it's a very good card. This one, yeah. I, I think, probably pretty good with. Uh, and yeah, like with sword, it's pure, just pure still paladin. Pure still paladin with sword. The the clumsy you just put. Your, you can just put your Sylvan Life Staff on the 4-4. Four, four. 
Oh, sure. Then just gain three a turn. Yeah, it's attacking for six. Yeah. You're like, blocking that guy is actually pretty annoying, and then you gain four. Yeah. Um, the, the problem is he's a legend. So, I guess, theoretically, like... I mean, if he weren't a legend, he might be pretty ridiculous. Yeah, if he wasn't a legend, yeah, yeah. Would you play with four of this guy in the deck? I was planning to play four if I was going to play him. I think I would play him in, like, blue-white beatdown with pure steel paladin and drinking mage. You play four? Yeah, but you want to draw it, right? Right, but you also... defense, he's a 2-2. Two, two. Right. You might have to block, like, a strong person. Okay, sure. Oh, that's fair. I didn't even like, consider that. Uh, Grim Grim... Grim Grim Corpseborn. So this is a legend... By the, by the way, so Guys Stuff St. Traft is someone you could build an EDH deck around. So is Grimgrin Corpseborn. So is Olivia Voldarn. Uh, Grimgrin enters the battlefield tapped and doesn't untap during your untap step. Sacrifice another creature. Untap it. Put a plus one, plus one counter on it. And then whenever it attacks, you get to destroy target creature defending player controls. He doesn't untap by himself. Though. He does not untap by himself. Oh, like but if you have any way to untap him. Or... Yeah, sacrifice and stuff like that. He seems like a promise of Boon Ray enabler. Like, yeah. But what the hell does that mean? I don't even know. Like, <laughs> uh, Olivia Voldarin is very well endowed. I don't know if you've seen this artwork. I've seen it in the, the big version on the preview. She's got a foot here, and then she's got another foot here, and then her hand is resting up on something over here, which is allegedly her knee, but could very well be her dong. <laughs> Who's the artist? Uh, Eric Deschamps. What it looks like to me is he started drawing, like, her hand on the knee, and, and then he's like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that, I'm going to draw two legs, and then he just never got around to erasing what has now become her dom. Because <laughs> she's a flying 3-3 three, three for 4, but she has, like, some abilities. Right, so, 1R, Olivia Voldarn deals 1 damage to another target creature, that creature becomes a vampire in addition to other types, and then you put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on Olivia Voldarn. She's a machine gun. And then she also has 3BB, gain control target vampire for as long as you control Olivia Voldarin. So if your opponent's not paying attention, she's really good. Yeah. And she's, she's an awesome general to build a commander deck around. Yeah. She's an awesome commander. Well, you're not blue, then. No, you're not. You're red black. That's not, can't be right. All right, well, I'm just saying. You know they let you play blue cards. I, but I only play blue cards. I understand. I get yelled at. They're like, when are you going to play something other than a blue deck? I'm Why like, would you? I don't know. Like, when are they going to stop printing things like Consecrated Sphinx <laughs> and Back from the Brink? Can you imagine how good Back from... Like, I have Coiling Oracle oh and Wood Elves and Jungle Barrier and like, I have all these, like, the like, draw card, get a land, search, Yavamaya... Yavamaya Elder? From the graveyard? From the... <laughs> like, like, why would you print back from the brink if you don't want me to play with it? I was just thinking about playing, like, Ponder's Preordained. No, it's only creatures back from the brink. No, no, I'm just thinking about... Oh, sure, sure, cards. sure, sure. Like, Snapcaster Mage. Uh, Blazing Torch. One... Is this a reprint? It's a reprint. And it's just funny. It, like, lined up really nice. It's from Zendikar. Yeah. It lined up really nicely flavor-wise with this set. Butcher's Cleaver, not not cheap enough for Constructed. Three and three. Uh, no, you could have a strength. But if you have a human, it has lifelink, so it's like a Loxeter um, Warhammer. Okay. Doesn't have Trample, but... But he uh, does have a Butcher's Cleaver in his hand. Yeah. Cellar Door. This card's uh, interesting. Two, two for an artifact, and then it's three tap. Target player puts the bottom card of his or her library into his or her graveyard. If it's a creature card, you put a 2-2 two, two black zombie token into play. So, 
you're putting cards in your yard, and you're, eh. It's weird. It's weird. It's not very It's weird. interesting, I think. Uh, cobbled wings, two for an equipment. Equipped creature has flying, equipped one. If they had made it cost one and equipped cost one... Maybe. It would be a firm, like, bullet, maybe. Right. A two and one for just flying. Yeah. Creepy Doll, five. It's like reminiscent of Stuffy Doll, right? Yeah, Creepy Doll, five. Creepy Doll is indestructible. Whenever it deals combat damage to a creature, flip a coin. If you win the flip, destroy that creature. Yeah, sort of Stuffy Doll-ish. I mean, it just gets dismembered. No, nobody's going to dismember that. They might. Yeah, this is a stupid Creepy Doll. <laughs> uh, Demon Mail Harbark. Harbark? Four mana for an equipment. Equipped creature gets plus four, plus two. Equip, sacrifice a creature. Shrug. Galvanic Juggernaut is a shrug, I think. Five, five for four. Five, five for four. The taxi turn if able. Does it untap during your untap step? Yeah. Whenever another creature. Okay. Geist Catcher's Rig, six for a four, five. When it enters the battlefield, you may have a deal four damage to target creature with flying. Mm, six mana. Uh, go, Ghoul Caller's Bell, one. Uh, each player puts top card of his or her library into her or her graveyard. This sounds like the kind of card AJ and I won't want you to play in our team sealed. <laughs> Somebody's got to play it, Brian. <laughs> uh, graveyard Shovel, two mana for an artifact, two. Tap, target player exiles a card from his or her graveyard. If it's a creature card, you gain two life. You and I always like cards like yeah, this. Yeah, but not for this much mana. Yeah. It's like... Four mana to get the uh, no, thing. Grimoire of the Dead. This card is very interesting to me. So four mana. It's a four mana. Investment. Yeah, very significant of that. Certainly, this card is busted in Commander. Absolutely busted in Commander. So what's it do? One tap, discard a card, put a study counter on Grimoire of the Dead. Tap, remove three study counters from Grimoire of the Dead and sacrifice it. Put all creature cards from all graveyards onto the battlefield under your control. They're black zombies in addition to their other colors and types. It's in, it's it's important that we have ancient grudge because otherwise cards like this would be good. <laughs> this card really good. Yeah, right? but if you have ancient grudge, this card's stuck. <laughs> it takes three turns to set up. Well, and seven mana. Maybe it takes three turns to set up. Right? It could take two turns to set up if you have some kind of proliferation engine. Yeah. Luckily, ancient grudge only costs me one to two mana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're spending seven. Uh, Inquisitor's Flail, two mana. This card's just not even... So just like a pure flavor. Manor Gargoyle's interesting. It costs five. Five for Defender. It's indestructible as long as it has Defender. Uh, and then one until end of turn of Manor Gargoyle. Loses Defender and gains Fly. If it would cost only three mana, I think we'd consider playing it. Right, but as it is... But now, even, just, you don't even auto-play it. And it just gets killed, right? Like It's just... It's just five mana for... A dude who, like, like, Indestructible is just not even that great right now. Hexproof is much better than Indestructible. Yeah, I mean, but just... He starts out with Defender. You, he is a tax associate. What? Yeah. Uh, Mac, Mask of Avacyn. So, equipped creature gets plus one, plus two, and has Hexproof. Two to play, three to equip. That's expensive. Kind of interesting in the Pure Steel Paladin deck. You think? I should rather sword. I mean, just like to, be, to make your Paladin Hexproof... But putting the right sword on your paladin is the same as making Yeah, it. that's true. That's absolutely true. Uh, three mana for a one-eyed scarecrow. Defender, two, three. Creature with flying your opponent's control. Get minus one, minus zero. Great limited card. Uh, this card's kind of interesting to me. Rune Chancer's Pike. Yeah. So you're talking about the Infect deck. Yeah. Uh, two. 
for an equipment, two to equip. Equipped creature has first strike and gets plus X plus zero, where X is the number of instant and sorcery cards in your graveyard. The thing that's weird to me, like when I first saw this card, I was just like, it might just not have any power increase. <laughs> like if you don't have them. Right. Sure. Um, but, but if you're playing a deck that's like... Then in fact, you just rather have Livewire and Lash for the same mana. Sure, sure. You still have to connect with this. Yeah, card. yeah, yeah. Uh, Sharpen Pitchfork, I love this card flavor-wise. Two mana, equip creatures, first strike. If it's human, it gets plus one, plus one. Equip one. Mm. Card's good. Not constructed. They need to just make a card that's like one mana, one one to equip, plus two, plus zero. So Sil like Silver... Uh, this card might be fun. Silver Inlaid Dagger might be a card you play in the Palette, Pure Steel Paladin deck. One mana for an equipped creature gets plus two, plus zero. As long as equipped creature is a human, it gains an additional plus one, plus zero. So it's plus three. Why does it cost so much to equip? Cost it, well, it doesn't cost anything to equip in the Pure Steel Paladin deck. Okay. It's just expensive. Yeah. I guess you play one of these and you get it with Trinket Mage who's a human. Yeah. And then you have, yeah. you have Pure Steel Paladin. But then we can't play Stratus either if we're playing. Sure. Uh, Traveler's Amulet, one for just Sacrifice. This is a Michael J card. It's like, Sacrifice Traveler's Amulet, search your library for a basic land card, put it in your hand, then shuffle your library. Yeah, that's a Michael J card. You just play this card in every format. Four. You know, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mono red beat down. Guaranteed you're playing this card. Four Travelers. <laughs> um, well, I mean, this card actually might be fairly important right now, right? Like, we lose, like, so many... Yeah, there's no evolving there's, wilds. There's no evolving wilds or terror expands or fetch lands. Yeah, that's why I was thinking about playing mono blue beat down. Yeah, yeah. And this card, this card, like, if you're gonna play uh, a multicolored deck, this card might be mm -hmm. might be reasonable. Trepanation blade, three mana. Looks it really looks great. And it's got a great name. Uh, whenever a quick creature, that's a brain tapping. Yeah, right? trepanning is when you go through the into the third eye. Uh, whenever a equipped creature attacks, defending player reveals cards from the top of his or her library until he or she reveals a land card. That creature gets plus one, plus zero until end of turn for each card revealed that way. Uh, that player puts the revealed cards into his or her graveyard. Three mana to play, two mana to equip. That's expensive. It's that sword range, right? Yeah, it's... It's, it's not a sword. It's not a sword. Um, it does punish people for not playing enough land. Okay. Um, you know what else does? Yeah. Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Um, Witchbane Orb. This card's very interesting. Four mana. When it enters the battlefield, destroy all curses attached to you. You have Hexproof. This card's good. Oh, just getting Hexproof. Yeah, Hexproof. yeah. Yeah, like, like the, the, this, this is a misleading card, right? Because yeah. it's got a paragraph ahead of it that barely matters. So it's actually just like a, a Leyline of Sanctity, right? Yeah. yeah. That's actually an interesting card. Yeah. I agree. Uh, wooden State. I love the flavor of Wooden State. Yeah. Quip creature gets plus one, plus zero. Whenever a quip creature blocks or becomes blocked by a vampire, destroy that creature and it can't be regenerated. Two to play, one to equip. Uh, cycle of opposite colored M10, M11 lands, whatever they are, are awesome. Very good cards. Yeah. I mean, they will be staples and standard for as long as they're legal. Yeah. I mean, obviously inferior in the short term to Arid Mesa, Mysterian Forest, etc., but it's still quite good. Givoni Township, this is a card you have to love. This seems like such a Michael J. card. So it's it's green and white ability, right? Yeah. It puts plus one, plus one on each creature you control? Yeah. I mean, I, I, could, I, I could love it. 
Any white sun zenith deck? <laughs> Going. Let's get out of here. Ghost quarter. Like, but like seriously, like actually, I mean, it's fine in that deck, right? Like you know, like end of your turn, white sun zenith, untap, do that. Just having a dude in play and then just using this every turn is actually pretty insane. Right. Right. Uh, Ghost quarter. Well known card. We're not sure how good it is in this format, right? I, I don't. I don't see playing it standard very. I mean, like, like, I'm not scared of a Kessig Wolf run, right? Like, Kessig Wolf is a good card, but, like, you don't just give them a two-for-one, because I don't think. I mean, you're not giving them a... Yeah, you're giving them a one-for-zero, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a possible one. Yeah. Um, Kessig Wolf run, you know, X, GR, tap, target creature gets plus X plus zero. It's, it's a powerful ability. It's this just, like, really powerful good. beyond. This card's just really good. This is just, like... This is like all and trample. I find all of these cards actually very classic Michael J cards. I, these are cards you just like. I'm on those colors. I'll just run one or two of these. Yeah, well, I'm getting with my prime you Titan. Yeah. Like, oh, it's true. Yeah. That's this card's really good. I think I, I like I like I think the whole cycle I like. And in fact, um, when I like put up different ones, like I'm totally happy to play the black red one. Just like run one or two. Yeah. Totally happy to win some games with the black blue one. And they're not the, on the, my. The blue white one is is the roughest, right? Like, I think it's the most powerful. But you have to exile a creature card from your graveyard to use it. Yeah, but, you know, we might have some creatures in our graveyard. Yeah, yeah. Blue-white, exile a creature card from your graveyard, put a 1-1 one, one white spirit creature token flying with it. It's, it's obviously very good in the control. I mean, again, we talked about all those cards that are like, we're just playing some, like, ridiculous grindy control yeah. matchup. Like, this card's probably pretty good. Might be better than Back from the Brink, actually. Right? Like, I can still counter your Back from the Brink and just make a 1-1 one, one every turn with my guy, which might be better. It's not better than Nefalia Drown Yard, though. You think this card's really good? Oh, that card's wicked. It's just like a non-spell, right? Right. So, so one B, one UB tap. Target player puts the top three cards of his or her library into his or her mills library. for three. Right. Well, it mills for four, because you have to tap it as well. It's four mana. It's no, four mana. I mean for three cards. Oh, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. I mean, like... It doesn't take very like if you like get to the mid game. It doesn't take very long to kill them, and you can use it to fuel your own deck. Right. That's so like like ooh, anything interesting to get with my Snapcaster Mage? How about now? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I, the first thing I did was like, is Haunting Echo still legal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I think Sam Stoddard tweeted about that. He's like, what? I finally want to play with uh, Haunting, Echo. Haunting Echoes, and I can't. Uh, Shimmer and Grotto is a card that's existed before. Uh, St- Stenzia Bloodhall. You know what I like about it? So this is 3 BR tap. So 6 mana, 2 damage to target player. What I really like about this card is, if you're in a rough spot, you can kill Planeswalkers. Oh, wow. That's that's like, you know, it's just your last oh. line of defense. To End of turn, 2, yeah. untap, bolt, do something. Untap, do it again. Yeah. And it just keeps Planeswalkers off of ultimates and... Oh, wow. This card's really good. Yeah. I, like, it, even, you don't have to kill your opponent with it, but, like, it just... People are, work, like, they're working so hard to get their Planeswalker and ultimate, and then you're just like, if you're nah. Playing, if you're playing Planeswalkers, you might want to play Ghost Quarter just because of this card. I, I, I think this card's good. Yeah? I mean, the rest is basics. Yeah, the rest is... I mean, I know, I know all the all the lands are there. So, um... So we already talked about best reds. What are the best... Best goofballs. Best goofballs. Geist of St. Traff. Hey, it's, it's hard that you can break the goofballs. Like they're <laughs> most of the artifacts aren't very good. Um I think Rune I think Rune Chanter's Pike might be good. No, 
mean, good in the sense that you would play it in a deck. Which Fandor? Which, which Fandor could be good. And then all the lands are the just good if you're got on some color. sort of value, yeah, yeah. They're all good. The dual lands are clear. Are you, of, of the goofballs, the dual lands are like the number Blood one. I like and Nephalia Drowniard. Yeah, but I'm saying they kill people. But I'm saying, like, the dual lands are the best. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. mean, the best one's obviously the blue green one. All right. And, like, we, we have five minutes left to do green cards, right? All right, right? Let's, yeah, right. let's do it a separate cast. Yeah, of course.